Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from March 17th to March 23rd, 2014. Cisco has launched the Internet of Things Security Grand Challenge. We are inviting you, the global security community, to propose practical security solutions across the markets affected daily by the Internet of Things. Read about it in the Cisco Security blog post titled, Join the Challenge, Secure the Internet of Things. Cisco Live Milan session videos and documents are now available. Cisco Live Melbourne completed last week, and Cisco Live 2014 registration and scheduling began on February 28th. The Cisco 2014 Annual Security Report has been released following months of collaboration between threat researchers and other cybersecurity experts at Cisco and Sourcefire. As promised, it provides a warts-and-all analysis of security news from 2013 and our perspective for the year ahead based on the data collected through Cisco security products and analyzed by our researchers. Cisco will release the next scheduled Cisco iOS software bundled publication on March 26th. Details of the publication will be posted to the Cisco Security Intelligence Operations portal. Vulnerability activity for the period remained consistent with previous periods. The highlights for the period were the continued browser vulnerability updates from Microsoft, Mozilla, and Google, all related to the CanSec West Pwn to Own contest exploits. Mozilla released 18 security advisories with 5 rated critical and 3 rated high for Firefox, Thunderbird, and SeaMonkey. Mozilla has corrected the vulnerabilities in Firefox 28, Firefox ESR 24.4, Thunderbird 24.4, and SeaMonkey 2.25. Five of these vulnerabilities and updates were related to the Pwn to Own contest and will likely have exploit details released publicly. Proof-of-concept exploit code was released for the Microsoft Internet Explorer memory corruption vulnerability reported in IntelliShield Alert 33126, and Google released additional updates for the Chrome browser. Oracle released Java 8, which includes several security enhancements along with other features. Spam activity continued at increased levels highlighted by continued U.S. and U.K. malicious tax messages and misleading legal notices. This period also included a campaign using Google Docs to trick users into providing sensitive account information. A report that was released during the period showed that vendors are responding faster to provide vulnerability updates and that customers are patching their systems more rapidly. Multiple organizations are working to patch the NTP systems being used globally in distributed denial-of-service attacks, reporting that 93% have been updated. IntelliShield published 180 events last week that included 105 new events and 75 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. In the physical risk management category, a lone teen was able to enter the construction area around one World Trade Center enter the building, reach the top floor, and then climb the antenna tower on top of the building. Investigators are attempting to determine how the teen was able to bypass all the physical, human, 
and electronic security measures to reach the top undetected. The teen was arrested only when a construction worker saw him coming down, despite reportedly having some of the highest security measures available. While the site is still under construction in some areas, the security measures in place were reported to be impenetrable, but upon review only caught one brief glimpse of the teen on security cameras that were not noted as it occurred. Fortunately, the teen had no malicious intent and caused no reported damages. Initial finding in the investigation indicate that despite the security technologies, it was the human factors that failed to notice the teen prior to reaching the top and only an alert non-security worker that noticed him during his descent. Next, in legal news, a survey by Arbor Networks and the Economist Intelligence Unit found that breach reporting and sharing of security information continues to be low. The survey found that while nearly three-quarters of the companies had experienced a breach, only half publicly reported the breaches, and only a third actively share breach information across their industry. Based on the responses, being required to report the breach by law was the driving factor in determining whether the information was publicly released. Unfortunately, these findings do not speak well for the industry's efforts to handle these security events and information without the regulatory requirements of local governments. Governments across the globe have recognized this failure, and many are addressing breach reporting, privacy, and identity protection in a variety of regulatory and legislative actions. Regulatory and legislative actions tend to move fairly slowly with most governments, but companies are likely to be facing new requirements in 2014, and international companies are likely to face an increasingly complex regulatory environment across the varying laws of multiple countries. In the Identity Risk Management category, the MIT Technology Review included multiple reports on the gains being achieved in facial recognition software systems and artificial intelligence. Multiple teams working in these areas have developed systems that are rapidly approaching the ability of humans in accurately identifying faces. The latest systems are able to recognize faces at 97.2% accuracy, while humans achieve a 97.5% accuracy. As these technologies continue to improve and move from labs to products, the technologies could be applied to a wide variety of settings and services and further challenge privacy and identity. These developments are rewarding but also pose a challenge to the standing security measures and controls that attempt to address identity and privacy protections. Video and photos have already become a serious threat to some privacy and identity protections, while facial recognition software, with the ability to very accurately identify a face and match it to an identity, further challenges the ability to preserve any measure of privacy. Wearable technology is another developing area that will challenge these protections with the ability to capture video and photos. While the current technologies have yet to be addressed in many cases, organizations will need to consider these capabilities and address them locally in their policies and processes to secure both their intellectual property and their people. Finally, in geopolitical news, with elections set for March 30th and a public power struggle underway between Turkish Prime Minister Erdogan and his political rival, Gulen, Turkey's government internet regulator threatened to switch off access to Twitter, quote, as a last resort, end quote, if corruption allegations against him continued, according to press reports. Other reports confirmed that reporters were unable to access Twitter as of last Thursday evening. Earlier this month, Prime Minister Erdogan approved a law allowing for websites to be blocked in the name of privacy. 
The law also allows for wider collection of Internet data for intelligence purposes. Many users reportedly found quick ways around the outage by tweeting through their text messages and by using VPN connections. In an effort to extinguish protests by blocking outlets for dissent, governments run the risk of enraging citizens who have come to see electronic communications and Internet access as basic rights. Moreover, it is nearly impossible in most countries now to turn off access for some users or sites but not others. Users have become adept at finding workarounds and inconvenience makes them surly. Still, over the short term, blocking websites or disrupting internet service appears to be a popular tactic in many countries. So information security specialists should keep continuity plans at the ready and watch for outages so that they can reroute traffic or find alternative connectivity solutions quickly if need be. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.